Welcome to the podcast series, Volunteering Champs of Broome. We're taking some time to sit down for a chat with some of our champion volunteers. We'll hear how volunteering has impacted on their lives and learn just how much they contribute to keeping our community happy. Our unsung heroes have plenty of knowledge to share, so sit down, tune in, and be inspired by our volunteering champs. We're here in, in Chinatown in the Broome Chinese Community Clubhouse with one of the legends of uh, volunteering in Broome, just a legend full stop, Eunice Yu. Eunice, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Mike. Um, happy to be here. Uh, we've got, um, we don't have all day, so I don't know how we're going to fit this in, but could you please tell me where you volunteer? Uh, currently, I volunteer with the uh, Broome Basketball Association as president. I also volunteer with the uh, West... Kimberley Football League as a director there, also the Broom Chinese community. So that's about three. And then um, I have two, two, like one other footy club I help out with. And um, yeah, there's, there's a few others that I, I actually um, have on the side, but that's sort of with COVID haven't been as active, but not related to Broom. Or sort of related to Broome, but, you know, different work, not actually volunteering in sports and or community organisations. And that's all. <laughs> I think that's all. <laughs> How much time would you spend volunteering? Um, you know, lucky, I guess, in Broome we have um, seasonal sport. But um, what I've found is that you do more of the work off-season than actually in the season um, and that's all to do with planning and preparation and strategy so uh, I'd say on average I don't know 15 to 20 hours a week oh, and, and and why do you do it I do it because I do volunteering because I enjoy it um, initially I just needed wanted to help out and as the years went by, I kind of really enjoyed seeing what I was doing and the things that were happening as part of being involved in terms of creating um, creating programs and introducing uh, new programs, whether it be basketball or football. Uh, yeah, and just being part of that um, whole um drive and strategy to sort of improve things out in remote regions. And do you remember when you first started volunteering or how long ago that was? Actually I first started volunteering in about 1992 and that was as a secretary for a childcare centre in Broome uh, where one of my children was going to daycare and um, pretty much it's yeah that's know a long time that I've been volunteering and so you you've obviously such a diverse range of groups that you're involved with are there any similarities between you know the Chinese working with the Chinese community versus basketball versus the WKFL which is an overarching association what like what are the differences between between those groups and volunteering um, obviously some differences for example um, you know, with the Chinese community, there's lots of cultural things to observe. Um, uh, the, the, I guess the common things are actually just, you know, understanding governance, 
understanding your network, understanding your stakeholders and how to engage and get the participation happening. Um, yeah, that's pretty much very, I guess, simple and straightforward. There's, you know, when I, when I talk about those commonalities, like if you, if, you, if you understand all of those things in one, like those um, rules or concepts or notions apply across any other volunteering um, that you may do with, or I do with other groups. Um, the other difference that may come through is actually the technical and um, the technical information. So basketball is quite different to football. Um, but, you know, if you build your organisation, you can recruit people who are technical experts. So it doesn't require um, everybody who becomes involved in volunteering to be a technical expert across the whole organisation. It's about um, sharing the load. And, you know, one person might actually be, say for basketball, a referee coordinator. And, you know, uh, another person might be the volunteer uh, coordinator, which we're trying to establish at the moment, uh, and or the coach coordinator. So sort of building, building different skill sets around um, in the organisation. We're here with Eunice Yu, one of the legends of uh, Broom Volunteering and just Broom itself. Uh, Eunice, you've seen plenty of plenty of volunteers come through over the years. Uh, have you seen volunteering change in Broom since you started or have there been changes that you've noticed? I think, if I can say, um, a lot of the activities and, and programs or things that events that happened around Broom in, in the early days, and I'm talking pre pre-1990s or, you know, I'm going back as far as 1950s. Um, and a lot of the things used to happen organically because I guess that was the good will and nature of people who wanted to be able to do things and to explore and um, be informed about, you know, um, having a social or cultural um, event or program um, that they could drive or participate in. I guess <laughs> over the years, I think things have you know, um, those sorts of things, events, they, they become more litigious, if that's a word, like in terms of like, you know, you have to cover your back, in, like with insurance, uh, you know, in case someone sues you, if you, you know, break your break your foot or or have an accident or something like that in, in when you're involved in, in one of those activities. So, yeah, things become a lot more confined in terms of... <clears throat> uh, sort of the things that you have to do and meet, like whether it's legal obligations and, um, and or moral obligations uh, that, that require, you know, a different, a different makeup of all these things you have to look after. Um, your members, you know, because your members are in these organisations are basically the ones that really um, form up you know, what it is that is the strategic direction or the operational delivery of, of the, that organisation. And Eunice, we're, um, we're, we're very aware that you won, you were inducted into the Hall of Fame for, volu for volunteering. What was the, well, could you tell us a little bit about that, that award and how it came about and, and your feelings getting that? Um, Sorry, I haven't got the correct, uh, the correct wording there, no, I don't think. That's fine. Uh, so, in March this year, I was inducted to the West Australian Women's Hall of Fame 
um, for my contribution to um, the sporting community in um, particularly in remote and regional areas. Um, I felt a little bit out of my depth in terms of all the other people that were actually inducted but then you know I thought no I deserve this because like I have put in you know 40 years of volunteering in my community and um, yeah I think it's um, just recognition for all the work that I've done in terms of um, certainly Broome um, you know, one of the organisations I always, or also was a director on for an, about two years was Gandwa. Um, and so that involved, you know, my um, volunteering again into more remote areas and I have those connections. So, um, yeah, I'm pleased with that award. Um, and, you know, it's, it's always special, I think, particularly because it's the Women's Hall of Fame. Um, that due recognition for all women, not just the ones that get awarded, but for those women that actually um, stand up and organise things. And look, we're very lucky that we've got you in Broome and, and you certainly stand up for plenty and have promoted plenty of sports and organisations. Um, to those organisations in Broome that are always desperately looking for volunteers, what advice would you have for those groups in terms of looking after their volunteers, attracting volunteers? Well, I think, um, you know, say for example, where you got juniors involved, it's, it's been a really, really wonderful um, experience re recently in, the, in terms of like the junior basketball and the Aussie hoops, where so many parents have, have stepped up and, um, you know, provided on-court support for their child. And I always address things you know, if I'm introducing something to say that, you know, this is your child's journey and um, as they grow and learn, so should you in terms of supporting them. So you, you're with them all the way in terms of the things that they're learning and you're able to support and reinforce that with, with, with your child. If it's about doing, you know, um, I don't know, dribbling at home or something during, you know, just make sure that, or shooting at home because nearly everyone has a hoop at home, um, but just to learn the right techniques, back up what they learn, like how you actually shoot the ball, shoot the hoop. Um, so yeah, I, you know, and I don't know, yeah, it's just been a positive, it's been a lovely experience recently to see so many junior parents stepping up um, and supporting their children. So I guess one of the strategies we employed was actually growing like the organisation with the children and the parents as we move along. Um, and I've forgotten your question. <laughs> just, just about what we were talking about volunteering and, and what advice you have for, for clubs. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think just if, if you have a child involved in a club, become involved um, because you, you need to um, support your child and that club. Um, if you have anything, any special skills you might offer, say for example, um, social media, updates you, or just making sure that you know you're keeping an eye on um, things that uh, on a competition night you might be down at the courts and just making sure everything flows properly um, it, it is it is really rewarding uh, you get to know more people um, whether that's um, you know seniors juniors adults coaches referees you know, you can communicate um, 
and be involved in your in your and be engaged in your community. So um, it, it is I, all I can say is that it's just really rewarding. That's been my experience, um, you know. And just look look on the positive side of things. It's about how you can contribute to your community um, in a in a in a small way. We don't expect we don't expect um, people to put in a lot. So yeah, every, what did they say? Many hands make light work. So, you know, if there was a whole lot of people just doing small amounts of stuff, that would work too. And look, we, we've uh, obviously been doing this podcast series and, and thanking volunteers and it's International Day of the Volunteer. Uh, we wanted to make sure that we, we, we focused on the, 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 our own Hall of Famer um, to get you involved. So thanks very much for being part of the podcast. Just before we let you go, really interested, you know, to hear from you what advice you would provide for only people looking to get in volunteering. We're aware that someone like yourself has given many decades, and you're in the Hall of Fame. Um, for those people looking to take that first step in, what would be the advice you, you would provide to them? Oh well, thank you first for inviting me to be part of the podcast. Um, secondly, in terms of a volunteer, look. You know, don't be afraid to meet new people. Um, that's the first step, I think, because a lot of people are isolated and not engaged or don't have access and opportunity. Um, whether you're in a position to actually ex- talk to someone, or even if you're not, just, you know, don't be afraid to make that first step of meeting someone new and just introducing yourself and understanding how things work within your environment. Um, secondly, most entities, community organizations um, would have a network so you know and an outreach whether that's through the initial membership and um, the network that comes from there but other other um, organizations around town certainly like you know um, services and resources that support community um, organizations I think yourself Mike at the Shire in your current role just wait for the uh, the local plan to come through. <laughs> a few tourists coming through. <laughs> yeah. So, like, yeah, like yourself, Mike, and in, in in your role at, with the Shire Broom. Um, also, I guess like uh, Broom Circle has a volunteering um, program, registration and reference, I guess. Uh, but I know for ourselves, like each sporting organisation might be setting up sort of a list of volunteers. But it would be great if we could, um, you know just initiate those initial discussions because someone in your community would have access to information about that so just ask the next person even if they're not related you know the the response should be oh i don't know but i can find out you need so many so many memories so many experiences over your volunteering years is the one that stands out to you or a moment to you that's just summed up why you volunteer a moment that just sticks with you i don't really I, I do have one and I um, only recently um, thought about it and uh, uh, it was a little 20 minute documentary that I, um, as part of my role in setting up um, with, with other, um, you know, Derby Basketball Association, Gandwa and Andy Loon Association, we formed um, Basketball Kimberley and as part of um, 
the strategy to set that up. It was about linking all the elders in basketball and who we knew to be leaders in at that at, in their lifetime um, to develop basketball to what it is today and um, I went for the first generation who were playing you know basketball in the 1950s and 60s in Broome but we got some funding to do a documentary of about um, 20 minutes it was about community stories and it was about interviewing the men that were involved in basketball in those days and I just feel so um, I think proud that that opportunity was taken because we've actually um, recorded their stories from that time. That was in about 2016. And um, actually I only went back this week and watched it um, the other night just to get some inspiration. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's, it's about connecting where that story started and where it's continuing um, so we're probably going to have to do another doco again but that was not about me but it was about those old guys stories getting out there anyway it's called ba- legends of the kimberley and basketball so if anybody wants to watch that might throw it up on the uh, the facebook pages when we release release some of our podcasts but uh look there if, if there is another one to come uni i, I think i know someone that might that might be featuring prominently on it or should be featuring prominently on it um, in terms of the journey for basketball but in terms of you know the history of volunteering and and your role in you know your own journey thank you so much again uh, one for being part of the podcast but also for your contribution to to making Broome a great place to live so thank you very much and, and look forward to the future thank you This podcast is a collaboration between Broom Circle, Shire of Broom, and Galari Media. We're better together.